Welcome, wrestling fans from around the world to In the Ring with Brandy. I'm your host, Brandy, and on this show, we talk about all things wrestling from AEW to Impact, Ring of Honor, WWE's Raw, SmackDown, NXT, NXT UK, and New Japan Pro Wrestling. On tonight's show, we're going to be covering NXT from 511 and NXT, NXT UK from 513. So let's get this show on the road, shall we? NXT. Okay, first it started out, and like I told you guys last week, for those of you who do off the podcast, Johnny Gargano and uh, Austin Theory might have screwed up when Austin kind of put his hands on Scarlett. Wrong thing to do, bad thing to do, but we fast forward to current. They were told last week that they were going to have to, that Austin Theory was going to have to face Karrion Cross. I told you guys last week, and I'm going to say it again, and I know a lot of the wrestlers out in the wrestling universe do listen to podcasts, so I'm going to say this directly to Johnny Gargano. Have you lost your dang mind? Do not go after Karrion Cross by any means. If you don't believe me, go ask your former partner, Tommaso Ciampa. Go ask Damian Priest. We don't play with Karrion Cross. We just don't. Of course, that set up a match. Johnny Gargano came out with Austin Theory. Austin Theory versus Karrion Cross with Scarlett. Austin's nervous. You can see it in his eyes. He takes one look at Karrion Cross and he's thinking, uh-uh, I want nothing to do with this man. He's scary. He, he's worse than Dexter Loomis. I don't want to deal with him. Johnny Gargano's trying to chalk him up. Come on, Austin. You can do this. You're good. You know you can do this. You know you can't. Come on, Johnny. In any world, in any place, where in the world would you think Austin Theory could take on Karrion Cross? It's just not possible. It's not in any universe possible. It's just not. I mean, some of you guys in the you know the wrestling world may disagree, and like I said, I'd love to hear your opinions, but in my opinion, it's just not fathomable. That, but of course, he talks him up. He talks a good game. Gets Austin in there. Austin tries. Great match. You know, Austin, bless his little heart. He tries. He really does. But in the end, Carrion wins it. Now, the way Carrion wins it is so rubbing salt in the wound. I mean, just rubbing it in Johnny Gargano. He turns and looks directly at Johnny and drops Austin into a cross jacket. Austin passes out. He uh, just passes out. The whole time, Carrion's eyes never waver from Johnny Gargano, looking right at him, basically saying, you want to come at me? Come on. And this is what the end result's going to be. You want to step up and face Doomsday. Come on. Step up, boy. And I'm going to show you exactly what I can do. I'm going to do the exact same thing to you. Gargano, the whole time, you can see him mouthing. He's mad. He's furious. He can't stand it. The whole time he's going up the entrance ramp with Austin, he's just... You can see the fire in his eyes. You can see he is mad. Mad, 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 mad. Whole time, Carrion never takes his eyes off of him. Watches him the whole time. Scarlet standing next to him, just like she always does. Dominant Champ standing there, and then all of a sudden he turns around because he's got that feeling in his bones that someone is standing directly beside him or behind him. He turns around, and who does he see? But Finn Balor standing right there, right next to him. Carrion turns around and looks at him and goes, What kept you? Finn looks at him and goes, I want a rematch for that. And points at his NXT title. Carrion goes, you're on. Bring it on. Let's do this. I've been waiting a long time for you to ask for that rematch. 
Sets up for in two weeks, it will be Karrion Cross versus Finn Balor for the NXT title. This one is going to be a dang good match. I promise you guys it is going to be the match to watch. Because if you saw Stand to Deliver, you know dang well they brought their A game. And it was not a pretty match. It was a battle for the battles to determine the NXT champ. It really was. Of course, Karrion did come out on top, but it was not easy for the Doomsday Suicida. It was just was not that easy. So, it's going to be interesting in two weeks to see where this match goes and how, it, you know, could Finn get the title back or could Karrion beat him again? Don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. Leon Ruff comes in and we all saw what happened to Leon Ruff last week in the two out of three falls count anywhere match. We saw how bad this went. I mean, it went real bad. It went so sour, so fast against Swerve Scott. We knew it. And of course, Leon Ruff was told by the medical staff of WWE that he's not medically cleared to compete. He confronts William Regal and says he needs a match tonight. He needs it. He doesn't care. He wants a match. Regal keeps telling Leon, you can't have a match because you're not medically clear. I cannot in good conscience let you, who is not medically clear, go out and have a match. I just can't in good conscience do that. Leon Ruff doesn't want to hear it. He, he's determined to go whether medical team tells him he's cleared or not. He's going to do it. William Regal just saying, I haven't had it. I mean, Leon Ruff goes so far as to knock everything off Regal's desk. Don't do that with a general manager, especially Mr. Regal. Please don't. That's asking for trouble. That is seriously asking for trouble. But he's mad. I get it. He's frustrated that he can't wrestle and he's mad. But don't take it out on Regal. It's not Regal's fault. The medical team told him no and Regal's not going to go against the medical team. That's just how it goes. The Tag Team Championship match. MSK versus Breezango. This match was just an amazing match. A great match. Great tag team match. You know, one that I really enjoyed. I like MSK. I love Breezango. I think it was a great match. The coolest part of the match was at some point during the match, they were back and forth. You know how they run. Those of you who watch it know how they run back and forth through the ring ropes. You know, they'll bounce off one side, come to the other. Well, they were doing that, and the ref just kept jumping over everything. Fast ref. Great on his feet. I loved it. It was great. It was a great little interaction. I mean, back and forth. It was just great. It was a great match. Of course, MSK did win that match. The cool part was after the match was over, a show of respect, a show of friendship, MSK and Brizango shook hands. Respect. Respect by both teams. They're great. I mean, the great tag team. The tag team division in NXT is incredible. They're incredible. It's good to see that kind of respect coming from a young team versus a veterans team. That is very, I mean, show of respect toward veterans, and I've said it a hundred times. Respect your veterans because they're paving the way for you. Great, great, great show of respect. Great shine of, you know, sportsmanship. I liked it. I liked it. I really did. We find out during that match, that I, of course, we all told y'all last week, one of the matches I had to watch was Alexander Wolf versus Killian Dane. I was kind of curious as to exactly where this was going to go. Could we see Killian inside with Imperium? Could Alexander Wolf be leaving Imperium? I wasn't sure how this was going to go. Well, during the match, we are told that that match won't happen because Wolf is not medically cleared to wrestle. Shocker. Shocker. That came out of nowhere, blindside. 
could we be getting ready for you know maybe the shed trying to build this storyline up a little bit more what what are we going to get you know is drake maverick going to get involved in this match could imperium get involved in this match where are we going with this it's going to be interesting to see and i hope that alexander wolf is okay and that he can return to the ring soon i'm looking forward to seeing where this is going to go i really am between him and kelly and dane i really am Johnny Gargano comes into Mr. Regal's office and tells him he does not want to face Bronson Reed. He does not. He does not think he deserves to have to face Bronson Reed. He doesn't lie, you know, blah, 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 blah. Johnny Gargano throwing a big baby temper tantrum fit. Like Johnny Gargano does. Famous for it. Regal isn't listening to it. Regal tells him, you're facing Bronson Reed whether you like it or not. Just deal with it. That's how it's going to work. I, I, I'm the general manager. Shushu, get out of my office. Why am I not surprised you'd walk into my office and the door's open? Johnny Gargano seems to think that's an open invite. It just back and forth. Johnny goes to do the same thing that happened with Leon Ruff and he reaches over to touch because Regal has his famous brass knuckles on a pillow sitting on top of his table as, you know, a trophy, as a show of a trophy, you know, representation of what he used to do back when he wrestled. Johnny goes to grab him and Regal looks at him and goes, don't touch those. Don't even think about it. Gargano, throwing a temper tantrum. He knows he's got to face Bronson Reed. He's not happy about it. Big baby, wah, wah, who cares? You're going to face him. Deal with it. Suck it up. Pete Dunn comes in to the ring. And, of course, he's not scheduled. He's not supposed to be there. None of the commentary, not, you know, any of them can figure out why he's there. Have no idea. But he says he he's the best. Everyone should know that. Anyone wants to think that he isn't, come prove him wrong. He basically calls out the roster and says, anybody want to come out here and prove me wrong, go ahead. He claims that he deserves that title from Karrion Cross. that he deserves to have a shot at it. Pete Dunne could not beat Karrion Cross with one hand tied behind his back, blindfolded with Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan, and possibly Pat McAfee helping him. It's just not possible. Pete Dunne's good, but he ain't Karrion Cross good. And the fact that he thinks that he deserves a title shot against Karrion is laughable. Laughable. He says that he's the most powerful, dominating person in NXT. Pete, look in the mirror. Who is the NXT champion right now? Who is dominating the division right now? Ding dong. Uh, Karrion Cross, I believe. I, 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 unless my, unless I'm dreaming this or my sources are incorrect, it's Karrion Cross. So for you to think for a second that you're the most dominating, feared person in NXT right now, and that you're better than anybody else on the roster, tick tock, tick tock, you're gonna have to pay the toll eventually. It's coming. Just shush, just shush, just be quiet. But, of course, he calls out anybody who wants to come out. For the longest time, no one comes out. You're sitting there and you're thinking, and Pete Dunn's like, oh, I see, there's nobody in the back. Out of nowhere, I mean literally out of nowhere, Leon Ruff attacks Pete Dunn. Pat just attacks him out of nowhere. After Leon Ruff was told by William Regal and the WWE medical staff that he is not medically cleared to wrestle, he decides, I'm going to go put myself in a match against Pete Dunn. The bruiser weight. Really? I mean, Pete Dunn is tough. He's tough as nails. Leon Ruff, you're playing with fire there. That would be like running up to Carrie across and going, Hey, pick me! Pick me! Come on, dude. Really? Really? But, of course, that it is nasty. Pete Dunn, of the court of the match, does happen. Pete Dunn does win by referee stoppage because Pete Dunn literally almost destroyed. He does destroy, but he, I mean, he knocks out 
Ruff. Ruff doesn't even respond. The ref trying to get, he won't even respond. He's not even conscious, and Pete Dunne's just wailing on him, trying to prove a point that he deserves a title shot. Newsflash again, Pete Dunne. The baddest man in, w, or in WWE NXT right now is Karrion Cross. Don't go there. Don't. I'm warning you. It will not end well for you. Don't do it. You're asking for trouble. Of course, then they announce the next pay-per-view. I always look forward to the NXT pay-per-views. Every time they come around, I look forward to them because there's always something new. There's always something fresh. There's always something exciting. Last year, they introduced the In Your House pay-per-view, which is an old pay-per-view from way back when in WCW. It's, it was very popular back then, and last year they introduced it in NXT, and it was a really popular pay-per-view. It turned out to be a really good pay-per-view. It really did. And so now they've announced that this year, on June 13th, we're going to get NXT TakeOver In Your House. I'm excited to see this. I'm excited to see where they're going to go with it, how they're going to elevate it from last year, how much better it's going to be, what matches are we going to see. Could it be better than last year? Could it be as good as last year? What are we going to see? I'm excited to see this pay-per-view. I'm looking forward to June 13 to see what this is going to do. I'm interested. I love this pay-per-view. I'm looking forward to it. Legardo El Fantasma, of course, does cut a promo because later on tonight... Santos Escobar is going to face Kushida for the Cruiserweight title in a three out of false count or two out of fall two out of three false count anywhere match. He cuts killer promo. I mean killer promo. Escobar is a amazing on the mic. If you guys have not seen Santos Escobar, go look him up. He is incredible on that mic. I love him. He is absolutely incredible. Incredible in the ring. Incredible on the mic. His presence is so dominating in the cruiserweight division. I love him. I think it's I think he's great. So this promo is a really, really good promo. NXT Women's Championship, Raquel Gonzalez versus Mercedes Martinez. I told you guys last week, and I've told you for the last couple of weeks, how I felt about Mercedes Martinez. I think they're pushing her too soon. Do I think that she's a great competitor? Do I think that she's a great wrestler in the women's division? Do I think she's a dominant force in the women's division? Yes, I do. I think she is absolutely incredible. Do I think that she deserves to be NXT champ? Not quite yet. I don't think she's ready to carry that kind of weight on her quite yet. Well, do I see her eventually elevating to that status? Oh, yes, I do. I see it, but not this soon. Apparently, creative seems to think differently. They seem to think that Mercedes Martinez needs to be champ now. The time is now. Let's do it. Let's get her in there. Let her face Raquel Gonzalez. Dethrone Raquel, and let's go on about it. You guys may disagree. You may think differently. But in my opinion, Raquel Gonzalez can beat Mercedes Martinez with or without Dakota Kai. There's not a shadow of a doubt that she can't. Because she, I mean, come on. If you guys saw her match against Io Shirai, you would agree. This girl is, she's, she's NXT champion now. She's where she needs to be. She's exactly at that position she, she's exactly at the top, where exactly where she needs to be in the division. She's proven it. She's good. But, of course, we have that match. That match, Mercedes Martinez really put her money where her mouth is. 
She literally gave Raquel Gonzalez the slobber knocker fight of the century. It was an incredible match. I stand by my women's division. I always have. And these two girls are top-notch classic fighters. I mean, Mercedes Martinez has some scale, some mad scale, but so does Raquel Gonzalez. It was an incredible match, fantastic match. Of course, Dakota Kai was out there. I was afraid Dakota was going to get involved. She didn't. I was impressed. Clean, clean match, clean fight, clean win. Raquel Gonzalez did retain. She proved to Mercedes Martinez, you're not ready yet. Will you get there eventually? Yes, but you need a little bit more time before you get to my level. Before you get to the top of the mountain, you need a little bit more work. And she proved it. Not just to mention, not to say that Mercedes Martinez didn't do good. She did. She did fantastic. She was phenomenal. She pushed Raquel to her limit. But, like I said, you guys may disagree with me. I just don't think she's ready yet. And I think the NXT creative team, WWE, needs to stop forcing us to want her to be champ. Back her off a little bit and let some of the other girls like Shotzi, Ember, Candice... Indy, some of these other girls get a shot at that title. Let them have their chance to shine. Stop trying to force Mercedes Martinez down our throats. We're sick of seeing it. We're just sick of seeing it. We're glad that you're trying to showcase her. We're glad that you're trying to show what kind of person she is. But let her stand on her own two feet and come up the same way Raquel did. Just stop. Stop. Well, of course, we hear we hear fight breaking out in the back. Of course, NXT, Cambers go back there. And what do we find, lo and behold, but Johnny Gargano running out of the locker room where he had attacked Bronson Reed. Boy, Johnny, when you get mad, you get mad. You afraid it don't work if Frigo tells you no, you find another way, so you think you're going to take out Bronson Reed. They literally have to break these two apart because Bronson wants to get his hands on him. Bronson's had enough of it. He's tired of the ambush attacks. He's tired of the way. He's done with it. He doesn't want to deal with it anymore. He's ready to move on and you know, move forward. Johnny Gargano just doesn't want to face Bronson Reed because Johnny Gargano knows in a fair fight he cannot beat Bronson. He knows he can't. He's not wasn't able to do it when he wasn't North American champ, and he knows it. But he has to try to get Bronson out. Bronson's mad. Bronson is ticked. He is ticked, ticked off, and you can tell. You can tell it in his eyes. You can feel it in his, you know, in his bones. He's had enough of Johnny Gargano's shenanigans, and I'm pretty sure William Regal is too. He's had enough of Johnny showing off and trying to be, you know, try to change matches just because he doesn't want want it and doesn't like it and won't get his way. Now we move on to Isaiah Swerve Scott. I told you guys last week. In the match involving Leo, Leon Ruff, he introduced his buddies, his new little faction. Well, here they come. His new little faction comes walking in like they are just all that in a barrel of chips. Isaiah Swerve Scott goes and says, basically says, NXT, get ready for the spooky. Spooky? We already have spooky. His name is Karrion Cross. We don't. You're not spooky. You're not even close. But I said Isaiah Swerve Scott, he's great. He is really good. I'm not sure about this faction because some of these guys I know from 205 Live and I know from NXT and NXT UK. They call themselves Hit Row. Really? Seriously? You couldn't have come up with a better gimmick? Really? I'm not saying maybe some of y'all like this, like this gimmick. I don't. I don't. I'm not saying that I mean, it's not... I'm not saying that I won't like it later. But right now, I'm not feeling it. I'm just not feeling it. 
Isaiah Swerve Scott has kind of ran his course. He's getting a little annoying to me. I mean, yeah, that could change. It could change. I, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. I don't like it. I don't like anything about the faction. I'm not saying that it won't be good later, but right now, just not feeling it. We don't need a faction in, in, in a faction in 205 Live. We don't need it. We really, because everybody knows 205 Live and NXT have kind of crossed over together. So we don't. Isaiah, you don't need someone to help you win the Cruiserweight title. You can win it on your own. You don't need a bunch of people who want to be rappers trying to win this thing. I mean, I just, I don't see it. I mean, they're all, you know, they're all great performers in their own right. They're all good performers. I don't, I mean, I could be wrong. I could be completely wrong. This faction could blow my mind later on down the road. But right now, I'm not feeling it. You guys may disagree. You guys might like it. And if you do, Give me a shout out. Give me your opinion. I'm all about the opinion. But in my mind right now, I'm not feeling the faction. I'm not saying that later on down the road I won't. I'll feel differently about it. You got to give me some more context. You got to give me some more. I mean, you, I got to see you guys work together in the ring. That's what I have to see to have to have definitive proof that you guys are going to be great. That you guys are going to be the next Undisputed Era. That you guys are going to be, you know, the next... You know, Legardo El Fantasmo. That you guys are going to be the next anything. I need to see better, more, better options than this. Cameron Grimes. We get another promo from Cameron Grimes. I'm loving these promos. I'm getting a kick out of these promos. These promos are absolutely hilarious. I'm loving every bit of it. Of course, this one, he's trying to buy a house that's on auction. This house is a pretty expensive house. I mean, it's a multi-million dollar house. And he's trying to win it at auction. And Cameron Grimes is doing really good. I mean, he is boom, boom, boom. Just, you know, laying out. He gets it all the way up to some serious money. And then he gets outbid. He gets mad because he can't figure out who outbid him. <laughs> uh, we all know who outbid him. We're not dumb. We know these promos. We know what's been going on for the past couple of weeks. He turns around and comes face to face with his outbidder, which happens to be the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, who did not see that one coming. That, that we knew that. I love this promo between the two of them. This is cute. I mean, this is a great promo between them. They've been doing a really good, I mean, creative's been doing really good with these two. I love it. I absolutely love it. And the fact that he tells him, you, you ain't no million dollar man. I love it. And Cameron Grimes, thank you to million dollar man, Dad Diviase. I love it. It's great. I'm loving to see where this is going to go. What they're going to elevate it to next. I'm excited to see this. I'm very interested how this is going to go. So we start and Tony Storm cut a promo. Setting up their match for next week. Their match is going to be incredible. That's all I'm going to tell you guys about this. Zoe Stark is just, she's she's on fire right now. This girl is just, she's on fire. And Tony Storm, absolutely amazing. Amazing. Incredible. These two superstars are just incredible. This match is going to be great. Their promos, great. They both have great points. They both are great performers. I'm excited to see this match. I really am. As a female wrestling fan, I am ecstatic to see this match. I'm looking forward to Zoe Stark versus Tony Storm. I really am. It's it's going to be interesting to see these two in the ring against each other. We're going to see something magical. We're going to see something that we've never seen before that is just going to be incredible. Oni Lorcan comes out with Pete Dunne to face Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> I am loving this Kyle O'Reilly right now. I really am. 
last week what he did with Scarlett, ma'am, incredible. I love Kyle O'Reilly right now. He is incredible. This match was a really, really good match. It really, really was. It was an incredible back and forth match between two competitors who have, you know, really set the standard for NXT. They're just incredible as singles competitors and as tag team competitors. They're incredible. It was a great match. Of course, Kyle Riley did win. He won the match. Nice, nice job, Kyle. Nice. Pete Dunne and Oni Lorcan after the match decided to attack Kyle O'Reilly. They are beating the heck out of Kyle O'Reilly. You're not seeing any end in sight. You're literally as a fan sitting there going, please, please just get this over with so we don't have to watch this anymore. What we weren't expecting is Kyle O'Reilly got back up in the form of his former tag team partner, Bobby Fish. Guys, Fish is back. It was incredible to see Bobby Fish. We weren't sure if he was even coming back at all. They are literally tearing Pete Dunne and Oni Lorcan apart. I was literally ready to come out of my seat. I was so happy to see Bobby Fish. It was incredible. I mean, they were just great. They had their little talk. Kyle told him I'm doing my own thing. And, of course, Bobby Fish, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I've got some score to settle with these two so I'll see you when I see you great interaction between those two because those two are so close outside the ring as they are inside the ring granted when they came to NXT they both came at separate times one week after another they got together as a tag team it was great to see I love this I love and I'm hoping to get to see where this is going to go. I'm hoping that eventually we do see Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly back together. It would be a great, you know, be great for the tag team division. It would be good to see. But right now, I like their direction it's going in. They're, you know, they're friends. They, you know, they, there's no bitter bitterness between the two of them. There's no fighting between the two of them. It gives us hope for the future between those two. It really gives us hope that maybe those two will eventually get back together and we'll get a tag team again. It really does give us that hope. Bronson Reed, I told you guys he was mad because Johnny Gargano did what he did. Well, Bronson proved just how mad he is. He literally cuts a killer promo stating that he gets Johnny Gargano next week. And this time, he's tired of the way. He's tired of everybody interfering. He's tired of Johnny trying to duck him. He's tired of Johnny trying to take him out. He is going to have his match in a steel cage. I'm stoked about this. The NXT North American title being defended inside a steel cage. Bronson Reed versus Johnny Gargano. Guess what? Nowhere for Johnny to go. Nowhere for Johnny to hide. Austin Theory can't come out and help him. Candice LeRae can't come out and help him. Indy Hartwell can't come out and help him. It will be a fair fight between the two of them. A fight that is well deserved. A good fight. A fair, clean fight. Johnny can't cheat. There's no way to cheat in a steel cage. It's going to be an excellent fight. I'm looking forward to this fight. Because now we got an even playing field with an even game. Are the way going to try to cheat? Probably. Are they possibly going to succeed? I hope not. I would love to see Bronson Reed get the North American title finally. You know, my whole thing, and this is my prediction. You guys could be, I'm all about predictions. You guys could probably could probably disagree with me. But after what happened at the beginning of the night, I'm kind of leaning toward this could be a possible thing. Bronson Reed could win the title next week. If Johnny Gargano drops that title next week, could we be seeing Gargano go after Karrion Cross and try to take that NXT title again? Is that a possibility? Is it a prediction? 
You bet you, you bet it is. I'm beginning to think that this there might be something to this. There might be some story brewing in the back and creative and they've come up with, you know, this whole thing. Could we see a fatal four-way? Uh, yeah, we could. Uh, in your house, we could see Karen Cross have to defend it against four people. It's highly possible. I mean, you've got four you know, you've got some hungry men wanting to get their hands on carrion. It could be very, I mean, it could get really ugly. But if my prediction is Johnny, Gar, Johnny Gargano, if he drops that title next week, which I think he's going to, he's going after the NXT title. That's what he's wanting. He's wanting to get his hands on carrion cross. And I think that's where, that's where they're heading. That's why, why they created a steel cage match. That's, that's not, as, that's not as famous, as famous Paul Heyman says, that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. It seriously is, guys. I think it's coming. I think we're about to see something we ain't ever seen before. We're going to see a side of Johnny Gargano we ain't ever seen before. And it's going to come down with him versus Karrion Cross. It's just, it, it, it's pointing in that direction. Legardo El Fantasma with Santos Escobar versus Koshida for the Cruiserweight title. Two out of three falls count match. This match was an interesting match. A back and forth battle. Of course, Legardo tried to cheat and get involved. And MSK came out to make sure they didn't. Taking them, basically the refs made all of them go back. So that Santos and Kushida had to face each other fair and square. That to me was the perfect call. Great call by the refs. I'm impressed that you guys did that. Shout out to you guys for doing that. That's what it needed to be. This was a back and forth match. I mean, back and forth. I was not quite sure what was going to happen. I mean, first fall went to Escobar, who did not see that one coming. Who did not see Escobar getting the first fall? You start to panic. When he gets the first fall, you start to think, oh, could this be the end of Kushida's run? Could Kushida have the shortest cruiserweight run in history? Well, second fall... Went to Koshida. Okay, okay, okay. Now it's an even fall. I like this. I like that there's a possibility of not knowing which member is going to get it. Could, then you start, those panic starts to set in. You go back to other two out of three falls count matches, and you remember that the one who got the first win always ends up getting the, say, you know, the third win when it's an even playing field. So you start, the panic starts to set in. You start to wonder, could this be the end of Koshida's reign? It's a back and forth match. And these these two competitors gave it all they could give. I mean, they gave it all. Santos, fantastic match. Koshida, fantastic match. The third fall goes to Koshida. I was happy with this. I was ecstatic because that gave us hope that Koshida could be getting a good run. A really good run as a champion, which he deserves. I was very proud of it. I was very happy about it. Now, like I told you guys, my one to watch, I do it, try to do it every week. My one to watch for NXT, of course, I told you guys, is the Steel Cage match, Bronson Reed versus Johnny Gargano for the North American title. That is going to be a match that you guys need to pay close attention to because it's going to be a deciding factor here. If Johnny Gargano drops that title, we could see him going after the NXT title. If he retains that title, it could change the course of everything that's been set up in motion for the past couple of weeks. Not sure how this could go. Could we see Johnny Gargano still go after it as North American champ and be a double champ? Don't know. 
It's going to be interesting, but this one I told you guys is my one to watch. It is the one you guys next week need to pay close attention to because it's going to be a killer match. A killer match between two behemoths in the ring. It is going to be an interesting match to watch. Now we move on to NXT UK for 513. Nathan Frazier. Last week, Nathan Frazier was brought to the uh, Darsh Sessions. The Supernova Sessions with Noam Dar. Shay basically set Dar up to have to face Nathan Frazier. They were picking on Nathan Frazier because Nathan Frazier is a Jersey boy. He is from the United States. He changed his name and became Nathan Frazier when he came over. Nathan Frazier is an incredible wrestler. If you guys have not seen him, go watch him. He is incredible. He's incredible to watch. Noam Dar, fantastic wrestler. Veteran. Classic veteran. I give my props to my veterans, and I'm going to tell you right now, I give a prop to Noam Dar because he's incredible. He's absolutely incredible to watch. This match was good. It was done by what they call Heritage Cup Rules. Now, Heritage Cup Rule pretty much means it's similar to a two out of three falls count match, but it's basically the Heritage Cup. It's a big thing over there in the UK right now. The current Heritage Cup winner is getting ready to have his own match. It's an interesting match. Of course, there's different rounds. Instead of a two out of three falls where you basically, there's rounds. The winner of each round, whoever it be, you know, it goes on to a second round. The round is, the rounds are not very long. They're about two minutes long. So you got two minutes to basically one-up your opponent and prove that you're better than that opponent. Of course, Shay did come out. Who did not see Shay Samuels coming out? Who did not see that coming? I knew it was coming. I knew he couldn't stay out of Dar's match. He just couldn't do it because him and Noam Dar have this. There ain't no buddy system between them. Shay's after something, and I'm not quite sure what it is yet. But he's using Dar to get it, and I don't know what it is. But anywho, the match was good. The first round, it ended up being zero to zero. Neither one of them really got the best of each other. It wasn't really, you know, there was no tap out, no, you know, pin, no submissions. There was nothing. It was a really good one. Second round. Frazier falls to Noam Dar. Okay, now it's starting to look interesting. Now we're getting somewhere. Third round, you know, you're, you're seeing a little bit more. It's still 1-0, to zero, looking really good. You know, you're seeing with third round, it's still, you know, Frazier looking, you know, really good. Dar looking really good. It's an incredible match. I'm impressed with it. Nice. Of course, the second one, now we're 1-1. One to one. Yeah. By the fourth round, we're at one to one. What the heck is going on here? Can we not get you know? They're, I mean, they're so perfectly matched, and here you are picking on Frazier, and Nathan Frazier is just like killing it. This boy is killing it. He is proving to Dar and Shay Samuels that he's as good as he says he is. I mean, he is literally keeping Dar on his toes. It is incredible. By the fourth round, we're at one to one. You know, Dar has a win. You know. Frazier has a win. It's getting interesting. Now we're getting heated up here. It's incredible. We get to the fifth round. Fifth round, best freaking round of the night of a Heritage Cup rules match. Best match. I mean, best round. Of course, with the help of Shay Samuels, Dar gets the second fall. Dar wins the match. Nathan Frazier is basically not happy with that outcome and you can see it shay and dar celebrating yee -hee -hee -hee. the veteran got one up on him 
Frazier is not happy, and I know he's not happy, and I'm kind of looking forward to seeing, are they going to continue this feud with him and Noam Dar? Is he going to go after Shea Samuels because Shea Samuels cost him the match? What are we going to see? I'm interested to see where NXT Creative is going to go, you know, NXT UK Creative is going to go with this. I'm interested to see how this is going to work. Pretty deadly. Ah, my voice, pretty deadly. I love these guys. If you've not seen these guys, go check them out. They are incredible. They are just, they are currently the NXT UK Tag Team Champions. They beat Gillis for this, and it was an incredible win way back. It was an incredible win. They cut a killer promo introducing everybody to what Pretty Deadly is all about. Like I told you guys, if you've not seen Pretty Deadly, go check these guys out. They are amazing. They are incredible. They're one of my favorites in NXT UK right now. I love them. They are incredible. Go check them out. Their promo, fantastic. I loved it. Props out to Pretty Deadly. You guys are great. Leva Muir versus Mark Andrews. We finally get to see Subculture. Yes, they've been cutting promos for the past couple of weeks saying Subculture's coming. Get ready for Subculture. Yes, we get to see Levi Mural versus Subculture's Mark Andrews. Guys, if you've not seen Mark Andrews, go check this guy out. His tag team partner is Flash Gord. Go check him out. They are fantastic. Go check them out. You have to see Flash Morgan. He's in fantastic. So is Mark Andrews. This was a good match. Levi gave Mark Andrews a run for his money. I mean, any of you who have not seen Levi, go see Levi Mural. This man is on fire. This man is a beast. He is so good in the ring. He is fantastic. He literally gave Mark Andrews a run for his money. One that Mark was not exactly expecting. And it was incredible. Incredible match. Of course, Mark Andrews of Subculture did beat him. Yay! I love it. It's incredible. It was a great match. I'm happy to see Subculture finally being introduced. Because they've been, you know... Cutting promos all this time for us to see subculture. And we kept waiting for subculture to show up. Subculture to show up. And now they have. And I'm excited to see this. I really am. I'm absolutely excited. Now we were told. Early in the match. That of course the gauntlet match for the number one contender was tonight. And we weren't sure one of the competitors was took out. And so Vic. Who is the general manager for. NXT UK gets confronted by one of the other girls in the back saying that she thinks she deserves a shot to be in the gauntlet match. Vic disagrees. Vic already has someone in mind to take the place of, you know, one of the other girls and be involved in the match. He doesn't think that anybody else deserves to be in the show because he's the one that makes it. He's the general manager, guys. Vic is the general manager. Just sit down, be quiet, and let him do his job. That's what he's supposed to do. He's a, he's a great general manager. He reminds me of a young William Regal. He's so good. Uh, but he tells her no. He's already made up his mind. The contenders match is going on tonight. We'll just have to wait and see who it is. Interested to see who was going to be in it. Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate, Tyler Bate, Tyler Bate. One member of Mustache Mountain. I'm ex I love Mustache Mountain. Trent Seven and Tyler Bate. I love them very, very much. Tyler Bate is kind of on this spiritual path. Trying to get his hands on the Heritage Cup. He wants the Heritage Cup. That's what he's wanted. That's what he set his mind to. That's what he told Trent he wants. 
Well, now he gets an opportunity at that Heritage Cup. He's told by Vic in a promo he gets a shot at the Heritage Cup champion. I'm excited about this because if none of you, if none of you have seen Tyler Bate, any of you have not, go look them up. Go look him up and then go look up Mustache Mountain. I promise you. Tyler Bate is the first, the first, and the youngest NXT UK champion ever. He's incredible. This wrestler is on fire. If you've not seen him, go look him up. I promise you will not be disappointed with Tyler Bate. So I'm excited to see him get a shot at the Heritage Cup. I'm excited to see him in Heritage Cup rules. I'm excited to see, can he actually get it? Can he finally, you know, get what he's been working so hard to get? And that's that Heritage Cup. That's what he wants. And I don't blame him. You know, I don't blame him one bit. I'm looking forward to seeing what Tyler Bate can do. I really am. Now we move on to the women's gauntlet match to determine the number one contender for Kylie Ray's NXT UK Women's Championship. Miss Untouchable herself. This is one I know she's watching. This is one I know she's a nail biter for her because she doesn't know who she's going to face. She has no idea. First round, we get Elsa Dawn versus Mackenzie. I was excited to see Dawn. This girl, if you have not seen her, she is amazing. She is incredible in the ring. Dawn is fantastic. Go watch her matches. You will not be disappointed. Mackenzie, she's good too, but she's kind of new. She's kind of new to NXT UK, so I'm kind of still trying to feel her out a little bit and see how she does, but it was a great match. It was a great match. You know, they started out in the gauntlet. As you know, guys, gauntlet. Winner goes on to face the next person in the gauntlet, and it goes down the line until there's two competitors left. And those two competitors face off. Winner of the gauntlet becomes the number one contender. Great match. I mean, these two, great match. Of course, Dawn did win the first round. So Dawn's waiting on her next one to see who's going to come out and face her. Ah, Dana Luna, my other favorite. I was excited to see her because I like to see her and Dawn together. Their styles are similar, so they're really good to watch. It was a great, great match between those two. And you got to think, when you're in a gauntlet match, if you get all the way to the end, by the time you get to the end, you are exhausted. So you can only imagine with her fighting McKenzie, she's going to face Luna. That is going to wear her out a little bit more. Step by step, she's going to start tiring out. But, of course, she didn't. She still kept on. She still was on fire. Dawn ends up defeating Dana Luna. Round three. Dawn has to face <laughs> Melko. Now, for those of you who don't know who she is, she is from New Japan, and she is fire, fire right now. She was the surprise entry no one was expecting. No one was expecting her because, I mean, she's faced Kylie Ray before. Kylie cheated to beat her for the title. So it's interesting to see how Dawn's going to work with someone that she's never wrestled before. She's never wrestled her before. It was interesting to see. It really was. It was an interesting match. Of course, Dawn did go out in round four. So then you move to round four with Jenny. Oh, no. Now you put Jenny in there with Joseph Connor standing on the side. For those of you who don't know these two, these two are all about the cheating factor. They really are. They are great together. I love them. They are fantastic. But they're all about the cheating factor. And trust me, at the beginning, 
he tried to cheat. He really did. Luckily enough, it didn't work. It didn't succeed. Jenny's in her match. Incredible. Back and forth. You weren't quite sure who was going to win. Of course, it ended with my girl from New Japan winning the match and becoming the number one contender against Kylie Ray. Here we go again. Round two between her and Kylie. Miss Untouchable herself comes out to congratulate her cha- her contender. To gradu- congratulate her challenger. She gets in the ring and you're kind of expecting Kylie to be Kylie. For those of you who don't know Kylie Ray, she is one bad mamma jamma. She is, I mean, literally, this girl, I love her. I love her attitude. I love everything about her. The biggest problem I have with her right now is that she's claiming that she's untouchable. That's the same as saying the Titanic is unsinkable. We all know that's not true. So disclaim yourself the untouchable one, that no one can touch you, that no one can take that title off you, is the dumbest thing you could ever say. Because eventually there is going to be a competitor who's going to come in there and prove you wrong. And I'm interested to see. Of course, she does her little bow and the tradition of, you know, you're thinking, okay, she's going to be a little bit sportsmanship. I like this. Uh Uh-uh. She attacks. And she attacks with a vengeance. Proving to the point that she is a deadly competitor. I'm interested to see where this one is going to go. Could Kylie retain her title or could she lose it? I don't know, but you can't go around claiming yourself untouchable when you know that there is a competitor out there in NXT UK that could prove you wrong. Kylie is good. Guys, if you've not seen Kylie, go look up her match with the former NXT UK champion, Tony Storm, and you will see what I am talking about. Kylie is a threat. She is a serious, serious threat. But she's going around saying things she shouldn't and she's about to find out that claiming those kind of things don't hold water. They just don't. I'm interested to see where this is going to go. I'm happy to see Subculture finally debut. I'm excited to see Subculture. I'm interested to see. NXT is shaping up, NXT UK is shaping up to be a really good, you know, really fun to watch. And really, if you haven't seen NXT UK, go on social media. If you've got Peacock, go on Peacock. If you've got WWE Network, go on the network. Go watch NXT UK. I promise you guys, you won't be disappointed. These competitors are some of the best competitors you will ever see. They are incredible to watch. And I'm telling you guys, you won't be disappointed. And I promise you, you won't. Because, I mean, you got competitors that are now in NXT and are on Raw that came from NXT UK. And I'm talking about Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley. I'm telling you guys, you won't be disappointed. I promise you, you're going to enjoy the show. It's great. Again, guys, thank you for listening. Without you guys, there would be no In the Ring with Brandy. Tell your friends. Tell other wrestling fans, get the word out about this podcast because I really would not be here without you guys and I appreciate all your feedback. I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you guys tuning in. I love to bring you guys into the action so you can see from my point of view what and how I feel about each match. Like I said, guys, hit me up on social media. Follow me on social media. Tell me what you think on my Facebook on my Twitter at Wrestling Nights, Nights Ending with a Z, or on my Instagram at In the Ring with Brandy. Give me your, your opinions because I love to hear from my fans what they think about matches. It can be any match. Heck, you can even talk to me about my show. 
I would love to get your input. I would love to hear your voice. I really would because your voice matters just as much as mine. Again, guys, I want to thank you guys for listening. And I'll see you next time with more wrestling action. Have a good night and thank you.